0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax
0: and think about
1: work. Work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. ES Audio.
2: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden, and this is The Leader. The air traffic control data meltdown has left thousands of Britons marooned in foreign airports... It's left the relatively lucky ones shelling out for available hotel rooms while everyone else is forced to bed down as best they can on floors in terminals, with many running low on prescription medication. Here's Matthew Creed, who's been marooned in Amsterdam's Schiphol Airport overnight en route from Hong Kong to Aberdeen.
0: We slept overnight in the airport. They were helping people for a long amount of time. There was long queues. There was only four or five agents trying to help people. And then they just kind of said, we're closing all of the desks and everybody just need to find their own accommodation.
2: Falling fallout from this catastrophic IT failure is all a far cry from the heyday of genteel air travel, but how much is a reliance on digitised infrastructure hobbled NATS, that's the National Air Traffic Control Service, which has pointed the vague blame at a technical glitch caused by a rogue flight plan. Now NATS is relying on manual processes to guide planes in from control towers. Later we'll hear from a former director at Virgin Atlantic but first, we're joined by Evening Standard Business Editor, Jonathan Prin Jonathan, what's the latest you're reporting for Wednesday's Evening Standard front page?
3: Well, after the incredible and disastrous collapse of the national air traffic control system on bank holiday weekend there's now huge inquests going into how this happened and and to try and prevent it what can, what measures can be taken to prevent it ever happening again the actual situation on the ground is much better most planes are now in the place where they should be schedules have been rebuilt but some passengers are unlikely to get home or will continue to see cancellations right through to the weekend.
2: What do we know about the cause of the problem?
3: We don't know for sure. I mean, Nats have given some insight that there was a piece of uh, flight data that was inputted into the system wrongly, a flight plan by, by an airline, or every airline has to submit its flight plans to Nats, which is the name of the air traffic control system, before they can fly their services and evidently, some information was wrongly inputted or came in the wrong format maybe and this seems to have triggered a complete collapse of Britain's entire air traffic control system which seems incredible but that is what happened.
2: What are some of the personal stories of, of woe that have struck you, I and mean, how are stranded passengers coping, particularly those who are running low on their prescription medication?
3: Well, it's been planes, trains, and automobiles, but without the planes, you know, people have been having to make their way across Europe as best they can. I spoke to a, a guy yesterday who got stranded in Zagreb and took this incredible journey across Europe, a sleeper into Austria that he was thrown off in the middle of the night. Then he had to go down to Milan, then from Milan. Land. He managed to catch a train up to Paris and then was on the same Eurostar as me last night, the last Eurostar out of Paris. But he, he'd been on the road or on rails for a day and a half without eating a meal. He, <laughs> he was just desperate and very happy to be finally heading home to the UK. But yes, you're right. There have been stories of families having to bed down on airports. Majorca seems particularly bad. Obviously, a very, very popular destination for British holidaymakers. Families with little kids, elderly people all having to bed Bed down on the terminal floor at palma mallorca airport and there are other s- examples around southern europe as well we're coming to the end of the summer holiday season so yeah it's been it's been very tough for people and i, I mean fortunately most now do seem to be home but the knock-on effects will continue right through to the end of the week.
2: And what's your take on how this reliance on digital infrastructure has
3: hobbled NATS like this? Well, it seems incredible. It seems incredible The one badly encrypted or, or badly formatted piece of information can make the entire system fall over. Some of the busiest airspace in the world, if not the busiest, we have more flights going out in and out of London than any other city in, in the entire world. Also, there's a lot of flights that overfly the UK, UK airspace spaces between continental Europe and, and the US. So lots and lots of flights over overfly the UK. And of course, they couldn't get through as well. So I think the fact that the, the main system fell over, and then the backup system fell over at the same time, neither of them were able to cope with this single piece of corrupted data, or whatever it was, it does raise some extraordinary questions about the resilience and reliability of the entire system.
2: And finally, John, Jonathan, many thanks as always for your time. Who is the blame buck stopping with during this whole sorry episode for travellers? Is anyone taking responsibility you know, at a time when passengers are already paying a lot more after COVID? And, and is the government saying anything as well?
3: Well, there's a, there's a short term and a long term answer to the blame question. The short term answer is which airline provided the rogue piece of data or the rogue flight plan that caused this problem. We don't know that yet. I've seen some newspapers have been very quick to press the France button on this and are blaming a, a French airline, but we don't know. Longer term, there's going to be some very, very serious questions asked about whether the whole system has been underinvested. It's about a 20-year-old system that was set up um, at Swanwick and there are people now saying that the money has not gone in, that uh, it should have gone in to keep it up to speed with, with modern technology and so on. That'll all come out in the investigation. And the government are saying uh, in answer to your other question they're going to take a very very close look at the at the report at the investigation and i think they'll be ready to act and demand that there's a major overhaul of of the entire NAT system if it proves that there are these major vulnerabilities that could possibly trigger another failure in the future let's go to the ads coming up what
2: are the chances of compensation and what needs to be done to ensure this kind of chaos doesn't happen again why not it? Follow in the meantime, and give us a rating.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare.
1: That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening.
2: Welcome back. Now we're joined by travel consultant Paul Charles, who's CEO of the Mayfair-based PC Agency and was formerly Virgin Atlantic's Communications Director. Paul, what more can you tell us about the role the IT infrastructure or lack thereof has played in this whole incident?
1: Airlines pay a lot of money each year to NATS for a safe and seamless system. So it's no wonder the airlines are Very frustrated by what's happened. The system at the moment essentially allows for, if there is a a collapse of the system of some kind, it allows for four hours of backup time. And that's what happened on Monday. Things kept going for four hours. The flight plans are all loaded up. But after four hours, that's when they had to resort to manual processes. And it beggars belief in this day and age that the backup system effectively is only four hours. It should be 24 hours, which would give Nats enough time to fix the system make sure everything's running seamlessly and hopefully ensure no passengers are stuck around the world. But four hours is just extraordinary – and it's a system that was designed over 20 years ago. We're a long way from that era. That was pre-iPhone, and we're now in an era where there are over 6,000 flights a day into and out of the UK. The systems need massive investment.
2: And what sort of offline work will they be doing?
1: So essentially, the the great work that's done by air traffic controllers, they, they do an amazing job, but have to work with the systems they've got. They're obviously all trained very heavily in how to manually process a flight. And that means essentially bringing in a flight safely into an airport or allowing it to take off as well, talking the flight through in direct contact with the pilots in the flight deck, talking them through the route they're going to be taking, handing them off from one air traffic control to another in another country, for example, from UK air traffic control to French air traffic control. There's a lot of communication verbally that takes place between the cockpit and the air traffic control centres themselves. That is a manual process. And it takes a long time. And that's why when the system flipped into a manual process, it meant the best thing to do was to stop lots of flights taking off and just deal with the ones that were already in the air. And that's why we've seen so many cancellations.
2: And what's the overview of how air traffic control in the UK went digital?
1: So we're talking about a system overall that began in the late 1990s before it came online in 2002. And air traffic has changed enormously since that time. It was pre-iPhone. It was pre-artificial intelligence intelligence. There are now over 6,000 flights a day in and out of our airspace, plus all those aircraft, of course, that overfly the UK that don't land here, but simply overfly from say, France to the US, or it might be Norway to the US, for example. So it's a very complex system, and it's made more complex by the way Britain is located geographically. And uh, it's time for a government inquiry and review into what's needed to make our systems fail safe in the future.
2: What sort of compensation is being offered? And will there be any compensation if travellers don't have travel insurance
1: no, there's no compensation being offered. The airlines say it wasn't our fault, and it wasn't. This is the fault of Nats. The airlines, of course, do have a duty to refund you or to get you on the next available flight back to the UK or to your destination or on a rival airlines flight. And they do have a duty to cover the expenses you incur that are reasonable expenses, not necessarily a five-star hotel, but certainly a three-star hotel to cover you during the period at which you are left in limbo before you get to your destination. So you shouldn't be out of pocket. The problem is most people do end up out of pocket because they incur expenses that go beyond reasonable. And they pay for that five-star hotel before they realise that an airline realistically will only pay a certain amount. So that's That's why UK consumers will be losing out to the tune of millions of pounds as a result of this. And the airlines themselves will lose upwards of a hundred million in terms of the refunds. But it's a really difficult situation for them. They didn't cause this. It came out the blue. They weren't expecting it. It's one of the busiest days of the year, the August bank holiday, and they have a lot of their own staff either on holiday or out of place because they couldn't get back to the UK. A very, very difficult week.
2: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm.